This is section 112 of Mark Twain Speaking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Interview, Washington, D.C., December 7, 1906. Read by John Greenman. I suppose everyone is wondering why I am wearing such apparently unseasonable clothes. I'll tell you. This is a uniform. It is the uniform of the American Association of Purity and Perfection, of which I am president, secretary, and treasurer, and the only man in the United States eligible to membership. I was seventy-one years old last Saturday, and when a man reaches that age, he has a right to arrogate to himself many privileges to which younger men cannot aspire. When you are over seventy-one, you are privileged to dress in the fashion that conforms most to your comfort and enjoyment. I have reached the age where dark clothes have a depressing effect on me. Light-colored clothing is more pleasant to the eye and enlivens the spirit. Now, of course, I cannot compel everyone to wear such clothing just for my especial benefit, so I do the next best thing and wear it myself. Of course, before a man reaches my years, the fear of criticism might prevent him from indulging his fancy. I am not afraid of that. I prefer light clothing, colors, like those worn by the ladies at the opera. Whenever I go to the opera and see the men sitting around with those beautifully gowned ladies, they are no more cheering than a lot of old crows. If nobody else will wear colors that cheer me up, I shall wear them myself. Men's clothing is bad in color and generally uncomfortable. After all, what is the purpose of clothing? Are not clothes intended primarily to preserve dignity and also to afford comfort to the wearer? The finest clothing made is a person's own skin, but of course society demands something more than that. The best-dressed man I have ever seen, however, was a native of the Sandwich Islands, who attracted my attention forty years ago. Now, when that man wanted to don a special dress to honor a public occasion or holiday, why, he occasionally put on a pair of spectacles. Otherwise, the clothing with which God had provided him sufficed. Clothes in our modern civilization are to preserve decency, and for us to get as much comfort out of as possible. But 
how any man can get comfort out of the clothing made for men today i cannot see nothing is more absurd ungraceful and uncomfortable than modern man's clothing day or night and at night man wears the most ridiculous of all garbs evening clothes what can be more depressing than the sombre black which custom requires me to wear on state occasions of course i have ideas of dress reform for one thing why not adopt some of the women's styles goodness knows they adopt enough of ours why should we not learn from them they always have beautiful fabrics splendid colors and moreover women's clothes are always pretty take the peekaboo waist for instance it has the obvious advantages of being cool and comfortable and in addition it is almost always made up in pleasing colors which cheer and do not depress i would go back to the middle ages for the gorgeous glorious gaudy costumes of that time then we could wear colors back to the days before buttons were invented when they laced their clothing up and it took a little time to do it back to the days of tights and helmet yes i admit that it might be uncomfortable for a bald-headed man wearing a tightly screwed-on helmet with a bee or fly imprisoned therein it is true that i dressed the connecticut yankee at king arthur's court in a plug hat but uh, let's see that that was twenty-five years ago then no man was considered fully dressed until he donned a plug hat nowadays i think that no man is dressed until he leaves it home in the tightly tied box in which it came from the hatters why when i left home yesterday they trotted out a plug hat for me to wear you must wear it they told me why just think of going to washington without a plug hat but i said no i would wear a derby or nothing why i believe i could walk along the streets of new york i never do but still i think i could and i should never see a well-dressed man wearing a plug hat if i did i should suspect him of something i don't know what but i would suspect him why when i got up on the second story of that pennsylvania ferry-boat coming down here yesterday i saw howells coming along he was the only man on the boat with a plug hat and i tell you he felt ashamed of himself he said he had been persuaded to wear it against his better sense but just think of a man nearly seventy years old who hasn't a mind of his own on such matters but i am not here to talk fashions but 
copyright law if you had ten authors and an equal number of publishers in congress more would be known of copyright laws with twenty-five thousand bills of congress coming in i don't see how members have an opportunity to even read the titles congress is made up of lawyers agriculturists and all sorts of persons with all sorts of opinions gained by experience but men will not study the copyright laws unless they have been both author and publisher i have been both author and publisher and have been smashed there are women who write idiots and well-meaning persons who write who know nothing about copyrights but i profess to have some knowledge on this subject there are between five thousand and seven thousand books issued every year ten may live twenty-eight years the first period of the present copyright and two to be renewed to bring them up to the forty-two year limit then the author dies and his children starve i shall hardly get into heaven before my children will have no book on which to live out of all the one hundred and fifty thousand books published during the last half century but two have been extended to the forty-two year term period one of them is science and health by mrs mary baker eddy and the other is my own innocence abroad end of interview read by john greenman